0: interested in participating in pageantry well this is the right episode to listen to i had the opportunity to interview faith pierre charles who is the national american miss team which is one of the largest pageants in the pageant systems that's right faith pierre charles she was crowned national american miss team faith pierre charles is from Willingburg, new jersey she was crowned the 2019 2020 national american miss team on sunday december 1st 2019 in california faith has been competing in the national american miss organization since 2007 and has held three straight titles in new jersey three years ago she competed in the junior team division and placed first runner-up however she didn't give up on her dreams she returned to nationals this year and was crowned national american miss team Faith has an amazing story. Faith is going to give you ladies insight on what it's like when it comes to friendships, when it comes to adversities that she faced. Faith is an amazing young lady, and I was honored to be able to interview her. If you have any questions, please email me at glamourinc at epitomeofexcellence.org. Again, that's glamourinc at epitomeofexcellence.org. Do me a favor and follow my Dear Teen Girl podcast. Um, You can follow Faith to look at her beautiful pictures to get encouragement. And Faith is just like an all-around great person. So, ladies, 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 please take notes. Get out your pen and your paper so that you can write down things that you may need as far as pageantry. If you want to participate in a pageant, like I said, this is the right episode for you. All right, now let's get into the episode. All right, you guys. So today we have with us Faith Charles. Um, she is an amazing young lady, and I'm going to let her tell you guys a little bit about herself.
1: Hi, guys. My name is Faith here, Charles. I'm 19 years old, and I'm from Willingboro,
0: New Jersey. Amazing. um So I'm going to put Faith's information at the bottom. So you guys can always go back and look, maybe reach out to her, maybe follow us, follow her on social media. Faith, do you have an Instagram or anything?
1: Yes, I do. My Instagram is actually faith.charles.
0: Perfect, perfect. All righty, so Faith, um, she's like a beauty queen, I would like to say. <laughs> um, <laughs> she's into pageants and everything. So today she's going to come on and she's going to talk to us about what it's like to be in pageant. so if you're a young lady who's interested like this episode will really really be amazing make sure you get out your pen your paper take notes and if you have any questions be sure to email me i'll also um have faith's email or instagram hook at the bottom of the link so let's get into it um, Faith. so how old were you when you first started participating in pageants?
1: Yes, yeah, so I was actually only seven years old. Um, I started back in 2007 with the organization that I represent now, National American Miss. They sent me a letter in the mail, and it was for an open call, and I was already into modeling and everything like that, so my mom was like, why not just try it out? So I ended up going to the open call, and they were spinning a good game, so we decided mm-hmm. to enter in the pageant.
0: Wow, um, I can remember watching this show on TLC. I think I do not remember toddlers and tiaras. (laughs) That show. I always said, (laughs) I always said when I have a daughter, I'm going to put her in pageants. And y'all, today I have a daughter, and I have not even started the process. (laughs) But I'm sure after this interview, I am going to look into it because that is something that I always wanted to do with my daughter. So that's amazing that your mother actually took the initiative to allow you that opportunity. Yes, absolutely. Um, So throughout um, life, like how were you able to balance your social life with your pageant life?
1: So, in the beginning,
0: it was very,
1: very hard for me. Um, Since I started out so young, I was still only in elementary school, and not a lot of my friends were able to grasp, like, what is pageantry and what it's all about, because I lived in such a small neighborhood, and I'm probably one of the, like, a thousand people in my neighborhood who <laughs> compete in pageants. So, at first, it was really hard, but now that I'm in college, and I just found a great support system. um, I have friends who are kind of just really, really supportive and empowering of everything that I do. So sometimes it's just like, I really want to go out with y'all this weekend, but I have a pageant appearance and they're so welcoming and they're so open to that. I've even had like a couple of my friends come to a pageant with me so they could see what it's really like. So it's just about having a good and positive people surrounding around you. So that way they can understand that being a pageant title holder isn't just, all glitz and glam. It's an actual job. So just having that support system that understands what you're doing is one of the ways that I've been able to help balance it because they're so supportive of what I'm doing. So any of my off days, I always hang out with them.
0: <laughs> That's great. Um, I like that you pointed out the fact that you have to have a great support system. and You have to have friends that are going to support you, that, that they're going to empower you, they're going to uplift yes. you and just support what you're doing. So I feel like that is really, really, um, really something amazing that you have that, that you have friends that want to see you win. Yes. And that takes me into my next question. Like, did it ever cost you any friendships?
1: Yes, it actually did cost me a lot of friendships. I was a victim of bullying all throughout elementary middle and high school just because people didn't understand so they were kind of saying like why are you doing all that like people would say like you're showing off or you're doing too much and it would be like some of my closest friends to me so as I got older you know I was in the beginning, I was really trying to please them. And I was trying to like dumb it down for them. Like, no, this is kind of just like a a beauty competition. It's nothing serious. Like, I don't think I'm better than anybody else. But as I got older, I started to realize I do not have to settle for anybody. If if this is something that I love, and I'm passionate about, I'm going to continue to do it. And their opinions don't matter. So it just took a lot of people trying to figure out like, what do I say to people? And if they don't understand it, and if they don't support me and what I'm doing, and they continue to look at it in a negative light, then they're just not worth it. And I always say that if it's meant to be, it'll be. So if they were meant to be my friends, none of this would happen. I wouldn't even have to debate on what my pageant life is or what I'm doing in my personal life they should just be there to support me so I did have a couple friends along the way who just didn't get it and they were just constantly feeling like I was just flaunting it in their face when I was just very very busy for my age so some some of them had to get dropped but it's okay because I have a great support system now
0: (laughs) absolutely and you took the words right out of my mouth I was going to say exactly that if they're meant to be your friends then they would have been your friends and to me that's a sign of jealousy yeah Um, and I can honestly relate no I didn't participate in pageants but growing (laughs) up um, I had a certain type of lifestyle so I would dumb myself down and who I am and what I had to fit in with people just so they wouldn't say oh you feel like you're better than me or you feel like you're better than x y z and for the longest I did play in my mind like, okay, well, maybe I shouldn't be or act a certain way around this person because they don't have what I have. But once I got older, listen, right. I have to, <laughs> hey, listen, like if this person or that person is meant to be my friend, or if they're meant for me, then they're not going to make me feel like I have to dumb myself down just to be around them. They're going to fit who I am and I'm not going to shrink myself down to fit who they are so that was some, that was yes. really great that you said that
1: yes absolutely
0: um so what are some of the pressures that you had participating in pageants
1: yeah so I think one of the biggest ones is just trying to meet this standard that everyone sets for a pageant queen you know a lot of people are watching you on social media literally watching your every move because some people look up to you or some people are just upset because they didn't get the title or just in general you just have to carry yourself a certain way and it's honestly a great opportunity for you to learn how to be become more mature because one thing I can say is I had to grow up really fast competing in pageants I had to understand that when I have a crown and banner on my head, I'm representing an organization, I'm representing Mm -hmm. a system that holds to a certain standard. So it was just like, you have to make sure that you're up to par, and you're making sure that you're being cautious of everything you do. But it's just really hard sometimes, because you're just like, dang, I can't slip up, everyone's watching me, I can't make any mistakes. And sometimes there is a stereotype of pageant girls, you think a pageant girl is blonde hair, blue eyes, but I'm black and I have natural Mm -hmm. 4 nappy hair. So, you know, it's Mm -hmm. just sometimes it's hard to really understand that you're not always going to be what someone is looking for in pageantry. Maybe they're not looking for a natural hair girl this year, this time around. Maybe they're looking for someone else or but you just have to understand that. You cannot let that get to you. You have to be comfortable within yourself. You have to be confident in who you are. And you have to understand that the crown and banner does not define you. And that's one thing that I had to learn quickly because I used to get so caught up in my head. Like, I've even had a girl backstage tell me, like, oh, this pageant isn't looking for a Black girl this year. And I was just like, oh, my wow. goodness. Like, this is crazy because wow. they're putting this pressure on you because they there's a stereotype for a pageant girl or people don't understand that the world is changing, the world is evolving. There's different types of beautiful. So it's just really making sure that you're staying true to yourself. That's the biggest pressure. And that was the biggest goal of mine was to stay true to who I am and to be authentic. And over the years I've had learned that. And I still struggle today. Sometimes I'm just like looking on social media and I see this beautiful girl with long hair and pretty brown eyes. And I'm like, that's not me. That's not who I am. So just making sure you're staying true to yourself and remembering that people are constantly watching you. I think that's the biggest pressures of being a pageant queen.
0: Well, I feel like you are very beautiful from oh. the teacher that I've seen Thank you so <laughs> <laughs> And I'm sure that, you know, you, you know that. But, you know, that's, that's absolutely true. And um, you said a, a lot of very great things um one thing that I would like to point out was when you said that you had to like grow up really like you had to grow up really fast it matured Mm -hmm. you and when you're and also like when you're in spotlight like you have to be mindful of what you do because people put these expectations on you and they Mm -hmm. feel like you can't make a mistake you have to be perfect but they have like people also have to understand that You know, like even if you are on the platform, like when as you were talking, I thought about Beyonce. (laughs) I love Beyonce. And but you, like, for example, like you're on the platform. So pretty much like you have like you say, you have to be extra cautious about the Mm -hmm. decisions that you make, what you do, because there is always someone watching. But me, because I am kind of like on a certain platform platform i am the type of person that's very understanding like i always say like if i see beyonce messed mess up or even if i see you make a mistake i'm not going right. to like hold you to it and try to beat you down but people right. in life will literally because of who you are and because of your greatness your level of greatness they will try to like beat you down if they see you make one mistake Absolutely. so i know that that had to be pressure Looks like you are surviving because yes, I'm trying. <laughs> you made it this far, girl. Yes. Um, what was your most memorable pageant? Yeah, so my most memorable pageant definitely
1: had to be this past December when I won the National American Miss Teen title. Um, I've been a part yeah. of National American Miss since 2007, so that's 13 years now. And that week, my number one goal was to be myself, was to show the judges who I am and that I'm more than capable of representing the system, but also at the same time, I'm here to be myself. I'm here to represent me at the end of the day. I did not need the crown and banner because with or without it, I would continue to advocate for things that I'm passionate about. I would continue to be faith. And mm-hmm. I think that one of the most important things that week was that I wasn't only think of, thinking about the competition, but I was making so many friends. This past mm-hmm. year was probably the most genuine group of girls that I've ever met in my life. Leading up wow. to the pageant, we were talking in group chats and we were just Snapchatting back and forth almost every day. I'm pretty sure that I've met my future bridesmaids or probably one of my maid of honors. And it's just so amazing to feel confident and comfortable enough to get on that stage with an amazing group of girls and know that regardless where the crown and banner went to that it would be in good hands and that just gave me so much comfort and it made competing so much easier because I wasn't competing against a group of girls I was competing with and that is one thing that I always try to explain to people that It's more than just a pageant. Pageantry is more than what meets the eye. It's more than what you see on TV with toddlers and tiaras. And yes, Mm -hmm. Miss Universe and Miss USA is broadcasted on TV, but it's more than just walking in a bathing suit or walking in a pretty gown. It's way more than that the organization that I represent just gives me lifelong skills that I can take forever. I've learned interview skills. I've been able to interview for different jobs. I've been able to speak on a podcast like now, like before, before competing in pageants, I would have never even been comfortable enough to talk to someone I didn't know personally, or get on a stage in front of thousands of people or while it's being live streamed. But thanks to pageantry and thanks to national American miss, I've been able to, unleash my inner potential and just being able to be surrounded by other girls who were unleashing their potential as well and growing and empowering one another. That was probably the most memorable moment for me other than winning, but that was definitely the (laughs) most
0: memorable moment for me. Yeah. Yeah. And I can even tell by the way that you speak, by the way, I can tell that you carry yourself to a certain standard. So I can honestly Just look at you and tell that you've learned a lot and you're right you're right it's it's not just about you know winning or the crown I mean at the end of the day it is but it's about (laughs) it's about the things that you learn you learn leadership Mm -hmm. you learn how to be a better person you know you meet different people um where was the pageant where was this pageant that where, where was it held at I'm sorry
1: yeah it was held in Anaheim California
0: Okay, I wonder, Um, I have um a young lady who goes to my church. I think that was the pageant that she was a part of. I'm not sure, but... Yeah, it's Let's a very get... well-known pageant. <laughs> Let's get back on topic. Right. So, um, as far as your pageant coaches, like, do you have the same pageant coach that you had when you were seven? Or, like, how do you pick your pageant coaches? Yeah, so when I first started off,
1: I didn't have any coaches at all. For Mm -hmm. the first five years, I was pretty much just self-trained, I guess you can say. One thing that I Mm -hmm. personally like to do, I like to watch other pageants or just talk to other girls. Um, One thing that I've always done every single time I decide whether I'm competing in a pageant or just competing in general, I always reach out to other girls that I personally look up to, whether it's a Miss USA title holder or another pageant system Mm -hmm. title holder I definitely like reaching out to them but as I got older I realized that I wasn't as polished as I wanted to be I wasn't at my Mm -hmm. fullest potential I knew that I could do more but it was just along the lines of how so when looking for a pageant coach one of the number one things I did was going on their pages like now this day and age, we're in the 21st century. Everybody has social media almost, right. so I go on Instagram. I look at who they've worked with in the past, and then I message them and I ask them straightforward, "What what were their work ethics like? What did you like and dislike about the coach? You know, just really doing your research and seeing if this was the best fit for me." And it took a lot of trial and error. I did have. I've worked with a coach who I just didn't like working with them at all. It just didn't work out Mm -hmm. with for me. But then I've also met coaches where they really pushed me. They really pushed me mm-hmm. to become a better person. And whether it was just working on tweaking little things in my walk or tweaking little things in my public speaking skills, they did not try to change me at all. And I think that's one of the most important things when finding a pageant coach. A pageant coach should not change you. Yes, they can give their opinion. Yes, they can give your their suggestion, but they should always want to cater to you and who you are and what type of person you are and I'm grateful enough that I ended up working with um a coach who was actually a walking coach who's actually the Miss Universe coach and she was mm-hmm. an official choreographer Luciera And she kept it real with me. And that's one of the the things I loved. She gave me constructive criticism, but it wasn't like she was bringing me down. She kept it real. I remember asking her like, okay, so one day I know I'm probably going to want to compete in the Miss Universe organization, but I'm pretty thick. I'm a pretty, pretty thick girl, well-rounded. So I was just like, okay what do you think about swimsuit like am I gonna are they gonna accept girls with curves and she was like I'm gonna tell you right now it does not matter what your body is like but as long as you're physically fit and comfortable with who you are that's what matters because I can tell you you need to go to the gym and you need to lose a couple pounds but as long as you feel comfortable that's what's going to make you do the best and I appreciated her and loved her so much for saying that to me because I've had people in the past tell me that I was too big for this or I was too curvy for this or I'd never make it because of my weight or because of my size. But being able to talk to her and for her to, Let me know that she can say whatever she wants to say. But at the end of the day, it's what I want to do and how I'm going to feel the most comfortable. So just finding a coach that is really going to work with you and not try to transform you and change you into a whole different person. Because trust me, I've been at a point where I was constantly getting coaching because I thought that's what I needed. And then by the time Mm -hmm. I'm on stage or I'm talking to a judge, I just sound super rehearsed. So just finding that balance of okay I can work with a coach now to enhance what I need to have enhancement on but that doesn't mean I need to continue to do it because then you're just going to sound like a robot and you're not going to be real and authentic
0: absolutely and listen us black girls like we have (laughs) 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 but yes so um what would you tell someone who is preparing to be in the pageant well what advice would you give them Yeah. So number one, the number one um, advice
1: I would give is do your research on the system before you invest any time, any energy or any money into it. Um, I think that was one of my biggest mistakes in the beginning. I started off with National American Miss, which is a great organization. But then When I realized what pageantry was and that there were so many other systems out there, I just kind of jumped into different systems, not really doing my research. Mm -hmm. But as I got older, I started going on the website. Usually when you open a pageant's website, immediately it should have a mission statement, what they want to do for the girls that compete in the organization, what they're about. And then also Mm -hmm. researching the prices. There's... There's some pageants that can be on the more expensive side, and there's some pageants that can be on the cheaper side. Whatever could work in your budget and whatever you can afford. One thing I can say is my biggest regret was going after these big titles, but knowing that it would probably be hard for me to get the money. I'd probably have to put 10 times more work in. And I've experienced working overtime for a pageant, tiring myself out because I wanted to compete in the pageant so bad because it was all glitz and glamour. And that's what I wanted to be a part of. But had to realize what was best for me at the moment and working overtime while being a full time student was not the wave. So you're just <laughs> making sure that it's something that you're more than capable of doing comfortably and you don't have to go the extra mile. Now, I'm not saying don't put the work in, but you should not have to do too much just to be in the pageant system. Ask other former queens that you see on the title holder page. Almost every pageant has an Instagram these days. Reach out to them, mm-hmm. ask about them, look through their pictures, see what type of title holders they have, what they're looking for. And just really take the time to prep. Don't don't rush things, you know, things aren't gonna happen overnight. You're not gonna become a pageant pro overnight. So just be patient with yourself. Some people are blessed enough to win on the first try. I wish that happened to me. And some people are not. It took me five years to win my very first state title. And it took me 12 years to win the national title for the organization that I devoted most of my time to. So it's not going to happen overnight. You have to stay persistent and dedicated if it's something that you genuinely want to do. And that mental preparation is so important. Why are you competing why do you want to do it? Why do you want to win a crown and banner? It's not just to be a role model. It's going to have so much more. Being a patent title holder is a job. And I'm realizing that more than ever, especially during this COVID-19, I've been doing virtual appearance like crazy, which I love, but it was just like, Even though I'm home, I'm still doing stuff. Just because the world stopped Mm -hmm. doesn't mean I stopped. And it just made me realize that this is really a job. You really have to put that work in for what you want. And I'm more than grateful that God knew that this was my time to be a title holder because I feel like I've been able to touch as many people as I possibly can. I get so many messages of people saying like I love your Instagram posts or I love watching your journey with Nam or with any pageantry yeah. in general. And that's what it's about. It's really about making an impact and making your imprint in the world. And it's more than just a crown and banner. So just please remember that if you are thinking about competing in a pageant because it's way more, and when you understand that, and when your mindset is not set on just winning the crown and banner, you're going to be way more successful because it'll come off way more natural to come off, seeing that you're comfortable, and that's what pageants are looking for. They're looking for someone who can be comfortable, a representative who can get along with all types of girls and be a representative for all mm-hmm. types of girls and boys all across the country.
0: Absolutely, and um, you kind of answered next question. But, um, I just wanted to ask again, mm-hmm. um so, like you said, like you know you you- t- it took you five years to actually win your first pageant and then twelve years to win a crown to an organization that you dedicated most of your time to, yeah, so how did that feel because, as you said, like you never gave up, you kept going, you kept trying, so could you give advice to someone who may be in that predicament, Yes, absolutely. I think that was
1: waiting the 12 years was probably like the greatest choice I made because <laughs> I literally, I don't want to say I strategized, but I definitely waited because mm. I, when I first competed um, the first year, I placed um, fourth runner up, but my mom was like, what the heck? Like, how did you even do that? And it was because I genuinely wow. had fun that time. Mm. I was genuinely being yeah. myself, but then over the years, before I reached that fifth year when I actually won, I was starting to get obsessed with winning the crown and banner. But then again, you can't blame my young brain. The crown and banner is beautiful. Everyone wants that. But <laughs> as I started getting older, I started understanding the the actual purpose behind the crown and banner, like the volunteer service behind it and meeting different kinds of people, making connections. So I just really want to say that It's worth the wait, I promise you. Everything happens for a reason. When it's meant for you, it will happen. And I've been to a pageant where I haven't placed at all, and I was devastated, but I kept going. I didn't stop. It was like, okay, I had this one night. You can cry all night. I remember in 2016, I competed for the same exact organization for the National American Miss Junior Teen Title. I was so close. I got first runner-up, which is second place. So I was literally Mm -hmm. right there, the final two. And they called my name for first runner up. And I remember just instantly wanting to cry on that stage. But I said, you know what, Faith, you better not cry in front of nobody. Mm, (laughs) I was like, you better not cry in front of nobody. You wait till you get in your room. You better have this good sportsmanship. You better cheer that girl on while she's taking her first walk because this was meant for her. This is not your time. And I remember going back to the room and just almost questioning myself, like, Why didn't I win? I was so close. I was right there. Why didn't I do it? I was right there. But it was just like, this was not my time yet. I was not ready. And that entire year, I kept looking back like, wow, if I would have been a national title holder, I probably would not have been happy. I would have been so overwhelmed. I was graduating high school at 16 that year, I was getting Mm -hmm. prepped for college. It was just a lot going on for me. So you have to understand that timing there's no coincidence for timing when you're ready you will win that national title or you will win that state title you will do what you have to do to get there but you just have to be patient and you just have to have patience sorry and you just have to be dedicated and consistent and if it's something that you really want and you're really passionate about it won't feel like 12 years because I promise you it did not feel like 12 years if it feels like just yesterday wow. I started competing and it was only because I really wanted to do it and I st- over the years, I was learning even more, and I was just so grateful that I had that opportunity because some girls, you know, they just are stuck in the glitz pageant, the toddlers and tiers, where they're just judging you strictly yeah. based off of your beauty. So I was just so yeah. grateful to have been exposed to what pageantry really is. It's, it's more than just a beautiful face. It's about what's on the inside. Judges can see right through you. I have judged a pageant, and I was like, mm-hmm. wow, this girl is so rehearsed. she is not real at all she does (laughs) not really care but then I've talked to people who you can tell are genuine just by the way they talk how passionate they are so if you really want it you'll have that patience and I promise you it'll pay off your waiting your dedication your persistence it will pay off in the long run
0: and I absolutely I absolutely agree with that Um, So my last question is what kind of advice would you give to a young lady who may be suffering from, you know, self-esteem issues, self-love? What kind of advice would you give to her? Well,
1: I love this question because that's definitely something that I have struggled with in the past. One thing I can say is that social media probably brainwashed me in the beginning when I first was mm-hmm. able to control my own social media because of the comparison and just seeing other girls and wanting to be a certain type of way. But one thing I can say that helped me combat that and helped me gain myself love. And it was just taking care of myself and telling myself like da- having daily affirmations. I literally have a post and post notes all over my mirror with different Bible verses, mm-hmm. different quotes different things to say to myself like you are beautiful you are worthy you are wanted and then i started taking care of myself from the literally the littlest things i could just wash my face or do a face mask that day and i'd feel so good about myself or even just Mm -hmm. taking a journal and writing down my feelings because sometimes you're not always comfortable to talking to people about your insecurities or just talking to people about how you really feel but it's okay to talk to yourself write down in a journal talk about how you're feeling when you get stuff out, it makes you feel so much more at ease. And when I started taking care of myself and caring for myself more and wanting more for myself and wanting to really find that self-love, that's when I found it. I started praying more. And if you're not a religious person, it's okay to talk to whoever you want to talk to, but it is okay to just release the Any negative energy that you're feeling and just embrace everything that is positive about you, because every single person in this entire world is more than worthy of being loved and to be cared for. And it all starts with yourself. Once you start loving yourself and understanding that. Your beauty is not only on the outside, but it's on the inside within you. And that's another reason I became more successful in pageantry is really, like, learning to love myself and learning to care for myself. Just starting with the little physical things and working my way up to the mental things and just surrounding yourself around positivity because I lied to you not in high school, I had a terrible group of friends who were not there for me, who were not lifting me up, trying to manipulate me to do terrible things. And that's, and I knew that's not what I wanted, but I was just so gullible. Mm -hmm. And I didn't love myself enough to understand that you can't settle for less. You have to respect yourself and you have to put yourself forward. And when I started doing that, I have been more happy than I've ever been in years. And I'm only 19. And it's just like, imagine me being only 19 years old and I'm sure of myself. I had that self-love, that self-care. That will take you far in life, period, in general. So you just have to... Continue to want more for yourself and continue to love yourself and appreciate yourself because nobody else can do that until you start first. So if you're struggling with self-love, self-care, start with the physical, taking care of yourself, doing little things, do a little bubble bath or something, Epsom salt or yeah. something, taking care of yourself, your skin, mm-hmm. and then work your way up to the mental, writing down things, doing daily affirmations or just surrounding yourself about around positivity. And that's how you become more aware and more worthy of yourself and just learn how to love yourself
0: wow <laughs> wow Every, everything that you said is certainly on point and that's me I write down my quotes, yes. I write down my scriptures I pray I journal I do all of those things because living in today's world especially in the world of social media it's easy for you to play the comparison yes. games And that is a deadly game. Mm -hmm. So sometimes you may have to shut down your social media for a few days. You know, like you said, self-care, take a bubble bath, take a walk, do Mm -hmm. anything by any means necessary to actually get that, that love, like to get that self-love that you are looking for, that self-love that you need in order to survive. Because if not, you know, like you said, like you had friends in school, that were pretty much like persuading you, or trying to make you yeah, do the wrong peer thing. Peer pressure, definitely. and absolutely. And I can relate. You know, I've been out of high school for ten years, um, well, eleven this year, Ooh. but <laughs> um, yeah, I can just remember um having friends like I was in the early college program, and you know, I was I was always a smart child, but I went to. A school and I, I got caught up with the wrong friends not saying those are bad people mm-hmm. but you know I just did things to try and like I like I said before like fit in to just who I was and I wasn't even raised like right. That. so and, and it's like I knew better but because of my environment and me trying to figure who, out who I mm-hmm. really am I kind of settled for certain friendships. I kind of put myself in certain positions that I didn't have to be in, and it was all because I didn't really love myself. And I feel like self-love, especially for a teenager in today's it's society, so that's something that is very important mm-hmm. because back then, okay, you know, it social media was just coming around and but now it's something major like everything is on social media and Like if you don't have a strong mindset, you will actually fall into the traps of, of a dangerous, like deadly game. So self, like you have to love yourself first. And I love everything that you said. I'm so grateful that we finally got the opportunity to do this to do this podcast because I remember we were supposed to do it like two weeks ago, three weeks ago, and I finally made it past my situations. Um. I moved into my home recently, so um, (laughs) thank you, but I just want to encourage you to just keep being amazing, keep being beautiful, keep being a boss, keep being godly, keep praying, and just letting him lead you and guide you into your direction, into your path, into the person that you are, into the person that you're going to be. I promise you, like, your mind is going to be blown, like, you have like you think now is something, but just wait, keep living. And I can't wait to see what you're going to be. I, I want to stay connected to you from this point yes, forward. Yes, absolutely. I'm grateful. Thank you so much. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, and I thank you again. I just want to say thank you. Is there any last thing that you would like to say to the girls before we in? Yes.
1: One last thing I wanna say, and it's this literally this quote that I live by, and I think it's so important in this time is be the change you wish to see in the world. So if you see something that you wanna see change, don't be afraid to use your voice. I've done amazing things community service wise and just in life in general that I'm so proud of. And I think that's definitely helped me become a better person and love myself just being able to give back or just be able to help someone else out or help a different type of situation out so do not be afraid to use your voice and do things in life that you really want to do because you don't know how far that can take you and how happy it can make you and I just want to say thank you so much again for having me on here I loved every moment of it and I loved answering your questions they were amazing
0: <laughs> <laughs> wow that was a powerful yeah. statement though yes ma'am <laughs> yes. Well, you guys, we're going to wrap this interview up. Like I said, I'll have all of the information below. So make sure that you follow Faith on Instagram. If you have any questions, anything that you would like to ask her, her email is going to be below. My email is going to be below. Make sure you rate us. And thank you so much.
1: Bye, guys.
0: (laughs) Hi, ladies so what we just listened to was a statement of perseverance and never giving up faith could have given up many times but faith kept going and i just want to encourage each and every one of you young ladies out there who's listening to this episode that no matter what obstacles you face no matter what friendships end, no matter what you come up against you must keep going you must keep pressing because guess what when you're focusing on your own lane you'll always win you will always win I need you to connect to people who are going to motivate you. People that are going to push you in the direction that you want to go into. Whatever it is that you want to do, you have to surround yourself around like-minded people. Listen to some of the notes that Faith gave. She said some friendships change. She faced adversity. We're going to face adversity, especially when something is your purpose. Purpose doesn't come easy. Purpose is about perseverance. Purpose isn't always easy. Purpose is going to be hard. There'll be times where you second guess, is this really for me? But guess what? As long as you keep going, you will see what's for you. Will we always get it right the first time? No. Will we always win the first time? No. But the importance is what you learn through the process and the fact that you're in your lane. It's about what you learn on your way there. It's about the process. I feel like that's more important than actually winning something or achieving something. What did you actually learn? I think your leadership skills are important. I feel like the people who you connect yourself with are important. I feel like you are important. So no matter what, never give up. If you want to participate in the pageant, make sure that you do your research like Faith said. Make sure that you connect with coaches who actually have the heart for you. Make sure that your friends are actually happy for you because that plays an important part in your in your mind like when you're going through things and when you're doing things and when you're experiencing things it's all about who and what you're connected to so make sure that you stay connected to the right people make sure that you always show leadership skills no matter what no matter what happens i know times we may get distracted people may make us mad but when you are a leader there are certain things that you can and can't do so just make sure that you always try your best to try great leadership skills ladies i really hope that you enjoyed to enjoy today's episode i really hope that you took notes if you have any questions please email me at glamour at epitome again that is glamour at epitome follow me on instagram at dear teen girl or at glamour inc you can inbox me any questions you can inbox me any topics Anything that you'd like to know or do, please make sure that you email me or inbox me. And you can follow Faith on Instagram at FaithPierreCharles. All right, ladies, until next time, love you.